Hi, it's Brad from Headbangers. Today we've got a new segment for you on our show, and it's basically how well do you know each other? We're going to get two people, maybe band members, maybe YouTubers, and we're going to put them to the test of how well they actually know each other. It's basically like a 21 questions kind of deal. We'll ask them some personal questions, we'll ask them some funny questions, some music related, some not, but we hope you enjoy. Our first episode features heavy metal entertainment, Big Dan and Little Dan, a perfect way to start. We'll find out how well they actually know each other and we'll have many tangents along the way, as you well know. And if you like the podcast, then please like and subscribe if you watch it on YouTube. It really helps. Um, also, if you listen on streaming service, then uh, don't forget to give us a follow, maybe even a review if you're feeling up to it. So yeah, we hope you enjoy the segment and let us know who you'd like us to get on next. Check it out. Fight me. Mark's running cable is like four foot too long for it, but it's brilliant because you can just grab it and put it anywhere you want. <laughs> That's almost as interesting as this YouTube video I watched yesterday on the M45. Which yeah, is a fantastic wow. bit of motorway. Tell you. <laughs> Man. you know, it's 7.9 miles long and it's the least used motorway in the UK since the introduction of the M6. <laughs> That's like a fo- proper 4am documentary watching it. I'll tell you what, I'm full of these really interesting facts that aren't done in the slightest bit. See, I have a problem with retaining everything but useless information, everything of useless information but useful, like actual useful information. Like, I'm not even kidding. I can tell you why pandas have to eat so much bamboo, but I can't tell you anything useful in life. (laughs) Why do pandas have to eat so much bamboo? Isn't it because they're natural carnivores or something? Well, yeah, so they switch to omnivore like um no herbivores too mm. late in their evolution so their stomach and like the digestive system needs shit tons more calories than like a normal like herbivore eating bamboo would have like so have trying to, to be it's like trying to be a fat bloke but when you go to get a kebab you just have salad and so you just <laughs> eat a fuckload of salad yeah yeah oh god yeah, yeah. see some might I mean, on the pandas sort of um side that was that was a bad idea wasn't yeah. it i mean yeah. <laughs> Someone told me that pandas are almost extinct because they can't be bothered to like hunt or do anything. But yeah, I don't know if that's true. I've heard that they're remarkably is, funny. bad. I've heard they're remarkably bad remarkably bad at sex. Yeah, they can only like <laughs> mate. They can only mate like once a day. Not once a day, like once every couple months. And the male pandas are like, oh fuck it, I'll get round to it eventually. <laughs> it's like <laughs> you just put it off. Like, not today, love. Can't be out. I haven't even started the episode yet, but I feel like I want to include this in. This is just yeah. <laughs> like everyone needs to know about panda's sex life. To, to be fair, that kind of sounds like my sex life now. I'm in my mid thirties. Yeah, yeah. Fuck it, <laughs> fuck it out. Not, not again. Is it that time already? Jesus. <laughs> Give me fifteen minutes, man. Just, 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 just you know, like prepare for it mentally. <laughs> right, you all ready to go? Yeah. Yeah. Should I shut that door down? Right. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Sweet. All right, three, two, one. Welcome back to the Headbangers podcast where you're host Nathan and Brad. Here today we're joined by the Dans from Heavy Metal Entertainment. We're going to do something different today. We're going to do basically a 21 question style thing. We'll see how well the Dans know each other. It's a new little segment. Thank you for participating in the first episode. <laughs> I, I never listen to him when he says stuff. So, <laughs> this is who? What? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be fun. I'm excited. Um, Nathan, do you want to kick us off? Yeah, so first one. If Little Dan was in a band, what instrument do you think he'd be playing? Drums. Yeah, that's obvious, yeah. (laughs) There we go. Yes. Is there a a point scoring system to this? 
We can we can, can make it a point system. Do, 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 do we ask him? <laughs> now you're talking. Do we ask him the same one? As well? <laughs> yeah, let's flip it around. So okay. if Big Dan um, originally I would have said guitar, but he's getting old now and he's, he just does bass instead. So he can't be bothered. That is incredibly true. Actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, is, that is that's pretty it's bad. Like on the the instrument. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, right, let's get let's get more juicy. So, what's um, what's Big Dan most afraid of? Um, oh, uh, there's there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot of choice. Um, an interesting one could be cheese graters. I've cheese overcome grates. my fear of cheese graters. Really? Yes, I can now grate che- cheese like an adult. With a cheese grater. With a cheese grater. Yeah. Like, if what I was your epiphany one, moment? If I'd have left one on the side, in the counter, I'd find that all of a sudden there's a tea towel on top of it. Covering mm. up, so he didn't have to look at it. Just didn't, just didn't like it. That's interesting. Was it like yeah. a trypophobia thing? Yeah, just completely irrational. Just the, didn't holes. Like, um, the holes thing, yeah. Could be the yeah, holes. Yeah, it's like trypophobia the, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah wow. just weird. But I never had it with anything else apart from, apart from cheese graters. But yeah, then... One day I, I really, I really want a cheese on toast. So, yeah, <laughs> I just just sort of manned up. A yeah, bit you can't just like scratch it off, can you? No, 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 no. Was that like something that like formed in later life, or was it something from like a child who just see like a cheese grit and just get like you know? I, mean, I remember, <laughs> I remember not liking anyone else. This is the most fucking retarded conversation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is exactly what, this is exactly what we hope for. This is exactly what we hope for. I remember not liking him as a teenager. So I don't know when it started, but yeah. There was a period of my life there I just really didn't fucking like cheeseburgers. I'm glad that mine is elevators. <laughs> Can't stand elevators. We'll actively avoid them. Serious? That's fair yeah, enough. I'm not even kidding. See, the thing is, that's, the, there's some logic to that, you yeah, know, there getting is stuck in one or like, falling to your is, death, you know? We, we, we went to Birmingham recently, last time when you were there. In that car park we stayed in, did you use a lift? I couldn't find the lift. No, no, we use lift in that in that place, right? I walked down the car around. It's dodgy as fuck. <laughs> did, you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> did you have to use the raising? Yeah, yeah. Oh, fucking hell. Um, anyway, um, the, the lift in that place is dodgy as fuck, and Nam has to use it every time because we've got suitcases and stuff. You know, it's just like... And she's got tiny legs. Yeah. The steps are too hard for her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he's fucking I'm, scary. I'm not even kidding. It was awful when I was a kid. I would damn like refuse, right? And my nana, she used to live in like this flat and she lived on the top floor. And every time we went to go see my nana, my mum, my dad, and my full family had to take the stairs <laughs> all the way to the top of the fucking block of I flat. I fucking hated you. Because I was there like, I'm not getting in the lift. And it would take us like, like at least half an hour because we were, we were at the, all the time, we were all pretty fat. So it was <laughs> like, it would take us fucking ages to get up. <laughs> Bloodstock, there was someone with like a pig laugh, and that actually went through me. Oh, oh yeah, that last. I didn't even know the girl. She just sat with us, but she had like a pig laugh. I was like, please, please leave. Yeah, you know when <laughs> you like, you when someone says, "Can I sit with you?" at the camp. Yeah, and I was pointing out that's normally a big red flag because it's like, who are they camping with then? But she's <laughs> like, why, why isn't she sit sat with someone already? You know, you know what I mean? That's that, yeah. that's the red flag. Mm. So she was sat there. And like after that, she just kept going to our camp and we were like, who the fuck's this random woman? I don't even know her. I don't even know her fucking name. She's been here three days. <laughs> we, we have a way of um, getting rid of people that we find slightly annoying. And that's, we tell them that somebody else is looking oh, for them. yeah, yeah. And then there's somebody else's problem for the next 20 minutes. Yeah, that's know? fucking genius. <laughs> bonus bonus yeah. points, bonus points. If that person that you're telling them wants to talk to them isn't even, isn't, at, isn't even at the event. Yeah. 
<laughs> and they wander around for half hour trying to look for him. It's yeah. great. It's brilliant. I, I haven't seen him. He, last time I checked, he was at the uh, the noodle bar. Yeah, he, yeah. He might be able to still find him. And that's in the answer <laughs> It kind of leads in to like our next one. So what pissed is Big Dan off the most? That's a lot. That's a, a lot. What's I'm like the pinnacle like... thing? I mean, at, at the minute, so, so um, with the job you do, your customers. <laughs> yes, oh, I mean, yeah, it is. Totally. Yeah. General idiocy, yes. I think, is the... G- general... D- fuck fuckwittery. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, dumb fuckery. Oh, it's not working. Did you turn it on? There no. Yeah, yeah, there yeah. we go. That's your issue. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's... Uh, yeah, that's, that's quite annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Tell you're not general public. Yeah. Yeah. My telly's not working. You're like... You know, yeah, it's just stopped, work, it's stopped working since I stopped paying my electricity bill for some reason. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. shit like that. Never get into any form of of any form of engineering. Actually, yeah. <laughs> oh mate, it's I'm five years too late for that. Five years too late. I've been working IT five years, and Alas is convinced I only have anger management issues when I'm working. <laughs> She's there like nine, like. Every time you're not working, you're great. But sometimes she'll be like sat on the bed watching me, and like I'll hang up the phone. I'm like, fuck it. I'm like, just rant for ages. She's like, why are you so angry? I'm like, you don't understand when you're doing this every day and you hear the same shit. I had someone ask me, how do I, uh, how do you use the phone whilst I'm on the phone? I was there like, I was like, let me, let me just decompress that, that, that question a little bit. I gotta say, that was one of the most annoying things for me. Like, not only doing IT, so like doing things that, you know, don't work with computers, because like when stuff doesn't work for me, I get really angry. And then dealing with the general public on top of that. I think that the the computer that we first used to edit on, do you remember what happened to that? You punched it. I punched it, yeah. 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 Yeah, Completely killed hard drive. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. that's, That's what I learned when I went to college. Don't punch computers. Yes. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just don't punch directly where the hard drive is, Aston. Or the screen. Thing yeah. is, these days, you've yeah. got mostly solid-state drives, so it's a lot safer. You, you, it is. You, you, you're not you going to fuck actually, up the mechanical you drive. actually punch your computers more than you ever could. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a great... It's a great, <laughs> it's a great world to live in, Dan. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> really it's like when, uh, whenever we have like an issue with like Zoom or something, <laughs> I would just see Brad just like look up at me. <laughs> like, it's up to you now. He's <laughs> like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Always on the job. Yeah. I know every every single IT issue, I've got every family member calling me being like, Nathan, how do I do this? It's like, Nan, you just plug it into HDMI too. Yeah, there we go. It's working like magic, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. What's um, um what's little Dan's most embarrassing moment? Um last time we went down the sexual health clinic. <laughs> no, no, okay, right. No. Well, listen to metal bands, ain't you? <laughs> you have the collection, won't you, Dan? Yeah, <laughs> like Pokemon, you've got to catch them all, you know. Um, uh, his most embarrassing moment. I'm too mellow. That's the problem, right? Was it that time you wore a kilt? Um, that, I mean, that works. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? I did get upskirted at that point as well. That was me. No, Max. That was me with was the it, camera. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was Max who did it. But anyway, because no, I, yeah. I, I took a photo up his up his kilt, and I went, "Hey, Dan, look, I've got a photo of your junk." And his words were, 
Oh God, that's the most unflattering angle. It really it, it, it is. <laughs> Can we do it again, please? If you ever see the picture of uh, you know a man's crotch from the below angle upskirted like that, it's, it's not flattering. <laughs> no, not not one bit. It, it's you not know, you need the angles for that. You need the high angles. It looked like it was fucking winking at me. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's not, you need the high angles for that. Yeah. What, uh, on the, the subject, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you need like a good angle, really nice natural lighting. <laughs> yeah. What, uh, what is Little Dan's favorite bloodstock? What year was it? Um, oh, fuck. I'm going to go for 2000 and I'm in the right ballpark, yeah. 2000 and something. Um, 2009. Yeah. Yeah, was yeah. it? Fantastic. Yeah. The first year was 2008, I went on my own. Second year, I went with Big Dan and another mate. And we met a load of other people that I'd met the previous year. So there was mm. a big group of us. And that was the first time I went to a festival and there was a group of people that I knew. Rather, the first couple of times, I just went with like one mate or went on my own, you know. Mm. Good year. That was a fucking Great fucking year. lineups as well. You go back to like... Pre 2010 Bloodstock, the lineups were fucking yeah, really good. Amazing. I remember Churis has played and we just painted up um, yeah. storm, the, storm Security with makeshift swords out of bits of tent pole and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. they're just like, we ain't stopping them. This sort of lets run past. And yeah, it was good fun. And Where were you at this Bloodstock, Dan? Sorry? Where were you at this Bloodstock? Because you didn't come to do this year. No, I was in, um, I, I thought, fuck it. And I went to York instead. <laughs> Anyone in particular, I just. Uh... Fancy the holiday. No, oh. no, I just Very went. Nice. York's great because there's like more pubs and days of the year. Oh, yeah, yeah there's a lot of great pubs. It's my favorite yeah. place to go. And yeah. everyone that I knew in York was at Bloodstock. So I thought it's just a perfect time to go and enjoy York. Yeah, me and um, me and Brad, we had like a night out in Pop World. We went to see Ingested and Pariah supported and like. One thing led to another, and we were, we're doing like a bar crawl with pariah, some of Pariah's mates. Mm. Um, we fucking like couldn't find any nightclubs, and this one was like what 19, so that's all we wanted to do. So we were like, fuck it, let's go to Pop World. And I swear to Christ, they played Metallica, mate. Saw us come in, yeah, it was so weird. They, they were played Metallica. We were one of four people in there, it was great. <laughs> I remember <coughs> that's that sounds good, yeah. Um Reminds me of that time that we accidentally walked into a nightclub. You got me more specific. It was, it was a club night at Rock City. <laughs> no, that monkey knew that was happening. Oh, did he? Yeah, oh, was, he's a bastard then. Yeah, it was part of his plan, yeah. And I remember afterwards, years afterwards, you said that you'd never seen me look more confused at anything in my life. Yeah, no, yeah, that was true. Just like, yeah. what the fuck is happening? Yeah. Yeah, people enjoy this. <laughs> yeah, that was the first and last time I'm ever going to go to a nightclub. I hope. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I'm done with after <laughs> after I've turned about 24, I was t- saying to like my girlfriend because she's she's like a bit younger than me. Um, she's like kind of being like, yeah, I want to go, I want to go clubbing because I never did it when I was 18. Yeah. So I was there like, why are you choosing when you're 22 to do it? <laughs> 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 but she's like, um, she's like wants to go out all the time now. And I said, I'm 24. I've been going out since I was 18. I'm an old bastard. If I don't get home by like 2 p.m., 2 a.m. at the latest. I'm a cranky little fucker. So I just, I, I, I'm like, you you know what? You enjoy your nights out. I'm just going to go to bars and 
get shit faced that way. The thing is, I'm not even a massive fan of um, metal club nights. Nah, no, shit, me neither. Anymore. So you know, nah. it's great when you just can't because I, I just got into it when I was like 17, 18. So mm. I was like, this is mint. You know, I've not heard any of these bands before. Now that I'm like good for you years into it, and I've like almost completed it, mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, now I'm there like. I don't get excited anymore. Anyway. So I don't want to listen to fat, fat, fat lip by fucking Limp Biscuits <laughs> over and over again. I don't want to. If I have to hear it rolling one more fucking time, <laughs> I'll genuinely lose my shit. I mean, it's it's it isn't. You are in effect just listening to somebody else's playlist. Yeah, yeah, you are. Yeah, and I don't it's, mind. It's like I don't want a metal pub that has like you know it gets this. It's a metal pub like uh, Scruffy Murphy's, for example, in Birmingham, and then it gets to the evening. And they put on a DJ, but basically they're just you're not even paying attention anymore. You're still in the pub chatting with your mates. Oh, you're fucked just, by yeah, that yeah, yeah. yeah, that's fine. But when it's actually like there's no chairs, well, I just want to sit down. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I think like metal bars and metal pubs are a massive roller dice sometimes because it's oh, like hugely. you could either have like the best night and be surrounded by a bunch of people that all like the same music, have really good chats with people, or you could go and it could be just you guys. And you're like, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like that's it's what happens to us. In Unless you're like a big group, then that's fine. But like, if it's just like you and your mate, and you're hoping that you'll, you know, meet some people there, and there's just nobody, it's definitely, yeah, yeah definitely a roll of the dice. For sure. The night in Budapest was the worst because our friend Dylan, were like, oh, I've researched because he only ever wants to go to like metal bars and metal pubs because he went, oh, I just want to listen to music I like. So I'm like, okay, when I found like a bunch, let's pick it. So I'm like, this is the first one on the list, mate. If it's shit, we're going literally, we're abandoning your list. <laughs> so we went and it was the shittest bar with the most expensive drinks to top it. And we were like, why are we here? It was just honestly, it was it was like we were the only people there. So we were like, fuck it. And we found this metal like nightclub-ish, but it had like nine other fucking nightclubs attached to it. And like nine other bars attached to it so we were like oh let's try here stayed there the entire night and that was that was great so got the polar opposite of both mm. would you like some rum dan no i'm fine I'm sure <laughs> good more yeah. for me sir what um what do you think big dan finds most annoying about you um where do we start <laughs> <laughs> uh i'm very upfront you know I'll, 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 I won't be so polite very often. <laughs> I'm getting angry just thinking about yeah. it. Mate. Yeah, <laughs> you're quite blunt. Yeah, we 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 blunt. have had a couple of violent situations. I won't. I won't. Like I'll, I'll just. But <laughs> like, if we we do so, we're, we're going to start setting for a video, or or we're just doing anything else in general. Instead of me saying, "Oh, Big Dan, could you please pass me that thing over there, please?" I'd be like, "Give that." <laughs> and the thing is, I'll be like, "No, yeah, <laughs> get it yourself." And then, then things will just start to sort of. And the thing that pisses me off the most about you, to be honest with you, is sometimes the smallest little thing can go wrong. Like when we're setting up for a video, and like uh, uh, um, just just something really fiddly won't happen, and yeah. you'll just get really stressed out about it really quickly. And that'll piss me off because I'll be yeah. like, <laughs> that's like Bob, yeah. me and Nathan. Come so he doesn't end up down, getting man. too angry to do it. <laughs> and then it's like, um, oh, what is it? Um, uh, if I'm, especially if I'm incredibly drunk while this is happening as well, I have like short term memory just out the fucking window. 
So I'm saying it again because I've completely forgot I've asked something already. So I'll ask it again, <laughs> even though before we had an argument about it already 20 minutes ago, I've completely forgot that argument <laughs> happened. And so it happens again. <laughs> so you're like yeah. me and there from the above salsa. It sounds like you're like big done sour cream and you're the salsa. So it kind of, I guess, it must compliment each other or me and there for the salsa salsa. See, so when something goes wrong in the video, it just gets hungry. Man, me and Dan have a friendship of convenience. We are friends because we live next door to each other for many years. Uh, <laughs> I've just realised that's a ghost. Hmm? Hang in there. Oh, he's that's got a face. Yeah. He's got a face. <laughs> I almost it's... like, I had like an interview for a job the other day and I almost left this on. I was like, fucking, I'll never get my <laughs> Yeah, I think me and Brad, we've had many arguments, but that's only oh, yeah. because we're both very, very, very stubborn. If he if he thinks he's right, he's right. If I think I'm right, I'm right. Generally, if we have an argument, it is sorted out in the most British way possible, and that's oh, with a cup of tea. And then not talking about it. And then not talking <laughs> about it. Yeah, we just bury that shit, have a cup of tea, and just wait for everything to blow over. It's yeah. It's the best the best form of solution. I, I swear that other nations must be more angry than we are because they just don't drink enough tea. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's not so <laughs> You know? <laughs> Or maybe there's something in that one time. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Don't talk about that, Dan. Let's get our conspiracy conspiracy caps on. What if there's something in the tea that the government's putting to sedate us? Shut up, Nathan. Estrogen. (laughs) (laughs) We just get really fucking cranky once a month. (laughs) Now I think like I think me and Brad are okay with we have we have smart. We've never had a big one. We've never had a yeah. big one. I think the worst. What was the worst one we've had? Um, I think it was the 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 black metal episode for Halloween last time. Oh yeah, we had a bat fucking massive argument on that. Yeah, we had a big one. It's we because like, like so we wanted to do like an episode like like oh never like, let's do a black metal episode and we talk about the black metal history. I was like I think that's been done a lot of times like you know and there's even a movie about it which you know we don't speak about that but you know I think it's been a a very overdone topic, and he's like, "No, I really think this is going to work." It did it get like not many views at all. It did. We put in a lot of work for it, but yeah, you know, we, you know, you know, I thought let's make a true crime episode of the podcast where we do you know talk about blackmail, and I had this sp- specific vision for it, and I was very adamant that it's very unique. And then what actually happened? It was like the most generic YouTube video you could find on knowledge <laughs> and blackmail, and like we did a lot of research. And it was like, oh, you could actually just go on the next video suggested that was better. <laughs> and yeah. that instead. So I was there like, you know what? I was wrong about that. I was a dick <laughs> putting my foot down. We had a disagreement because you wanted to do a review on a solar-powered lamp that also doubled as a power bank. It wasn't really quite a review. It was more of a... It's like a and I thought that was a shit idea. Gear you should take to your festivals with you. It was like mm. a part of it. Um, yeah. I wasn't a fan of the lamp. Yeah. You like the lamp. Mate, we've used it every time we go anywhere. It's, it's, one, of those, it's one of those constants that's been there. In hindsight, you were probably right. <laughs> I actually took some um, heavy entertainment advice from the last time that you guys were on. Oh, shit. Stop, I'm sorry, man. I remember. <laughs> we've no, been doing this really the whole time to fuck with people. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I think I got Sunstroke or something last time, and you guys were like, bring Capri Suns. So I was like, yeah, oh, yeah bring, bring Capri Suns. And they actually helped, Absolutely. so I didn't get Sunstroke this Absolutely year. Absolutely solid Capri Suns, because everyone loves them. They're handy. Have you seen they've changed the changed the things now? Yeah. So you don't have to put the straw in and yeah. you know sometimes with a cap this is fucking. They got boring. the twisty ones. They got the twisty ones. <laughs> they're, yeah, the, yeah. they're only the big ones though. The little mm. ones are still the 
poke it, but the straw's now made of paper. What? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's yeah, hard it's enough to get a plastic straw through the hole. Now you've yeah. got to get a paper oh, one. Oh, no, it, it is, it is impossible. It is impossible. Sometimes it goes sure. straight through the back and it's... Yeah. yeah. So I'm at the so Odeon. I'm at the Odeon with my daughter and there's a Capri Suns they get. She's giving it to me. She's like, I can't open it. Yeah, mm. and then she gives me the straw, which she's mashed into it for the past five minutes. I'm like, <laughs> in the dark in the cinema, trying to figure out how the fuck I'm gonna pierce this. At that point, just buy her a beer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. So you want your what, first what, drink today? <laughs> <laughs> what video do you think Big Damn regrets making the most? Um, all of them. Yeah, any like <laughs> we might have. There's a couple we've definitely like made private. Um, yes, there are. Yeah, like a fair few years old. When you've been doing something for like five years, let's say society has a different kind of um, tolerance to certain things that you might say. <laughs> you it's might not, be saying them in jest, and uh, it's not just that. But yeah. It's also like things like um, sometimes it's like I don't know. Some one of the really early ones. I can't remember which one it was. Uh, things my heads don't do. I think that might not be listed anymore. But it is not. No, I missed that one. Popular video ever did. It was, but it was like two hundred and fifty k plus, maybe three hundred k views. I just didn't. I just. I just didn't like it. Yeah, it was. It, it just came so dated and so stupid. And I think the second one's still on there. Part part two, maybe. I can't remember. I haven't looked in a while. Hang on. Gonna <laughs> look. <laughs> no. Um... Yeah, there's some stuff that I don't like just because it's far too fucking cringe. But we've got so many videos on the platform now. I just, yeah. I'm not going to go back through every single little one and thinking, what did we say five years ago that isn't acceptable now? Or what did I, what did we do back then that's a bit fucking cringe today? Um, just got to fucking deal with it, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. There's, there's the been videos quite... that I regret the most actually are the live streams that we did. Yeah. Yeah. They work. They worked quite well. They did. In terms of the numbers. And, and money, like yeah, <laughs> money. <laughs> but uh, I really don't like live streaming, so my idea to combat that is just get as drunk as possible, as fast as possible. Um, and yeah, that's that's not a good plan, guys. That's that's <laughs> see, see, I could thought about doing live streams, but like, I honestly don't know what I could talk about, you know, without editing in like what I, I mean, talk about for like the thing an hour is, long. Ours carried on because the comments were going on really good and it was kind of became just a conversation for, for quite a while um, and that's why it worked so well I think also doing them in here it's a really tiny room the lighting's directly above us rather than in front of us it, it gets really warm in it gets really well. warm and it's, it's just not nice we haven't really got a place we can do it the audio in here is not great either because we've got this microphone this tiny little box room mm. and shit I mean, I moved house, so we had to just destroy our old set as well. Yeah. So we're now doing it in your summer, summer house, house, which is yeah. effectively a, a nice shed. It's, it's, it's a nice. It's a shed that's been. It's a shed that's been painted on the inside. Yeah. 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 It's. Yeah. There's been there's been quite a few that I have asked Brad if we can like delete, but we're, but Brad's adamant going nah 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 they're all fine. There's like one yeah. way I had a I had a rant about Rob Flynn and now I watched about forty minutes and I'm oh, like, is that when is, is that when he said all that stupid fucking stuff? Yeah, and, yeah, and I ranted like, about yeah, it. Yeah, but like in hindsight, I was there like, I come off like the bigger dick. Yeah. <laughs> like, Impressive. I was, like, <laughs> I was like watching it going, no, you know what? I'm a cock in that. <laughs> I was it's like, okay, you know, it's our, it our second episode. Not, he's not going to watch it. I don't think that one where that one where I am ridiculously high as well is yeah, that's one. funny. No, that's not because I'm like a zombie the entire time. What There's was not, that? Like, 
what was that YouTube channel with those two blokes that just 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 get incredibly fucking high and make videos <laughs> with all these weird effects, oh, but, like yeah, psychedelic effects behind them and stuff. Can't really cool, but basically, they're two guys from real far down south. Uh, it, was, it was hilarious. It was, and yeah, they're, they're talking about gigs that are coming up and like you know lineups and what bands will like and like showcase the bands. But they were so fucking high when they were doing it. It was hilarious. They were talking so slow. They're I mean, quite big. Presentation while it was, it worked though. Like, yeah, we watched Honestly, it. Yeah. The only funny part about that that video is watching Brad try to make up for the fact that I'm fucking destroyed. Because like I had edibles the night before, thinking it'd be fine, it'd be fine. Woke up, I'm like shit. I was still stoned, and I was stoned all the way through that episode. And like Brad would be like, we were talking about like when Rob Halford kicked like a fan's phone out of like the oh, fans yeah, yeah, because they had the torch on, and I was yeah. there like, and Brad like, you know, like I think giving this really good answer why it might be annoying if you're performing and all that, and like, thing is, <laughs> my answer was just yeah, I think it would be. I was thinking like... about. <laughs> I was thinking about this the other day. Most of the time that Rob Halford performs, I'm pretty sure he's wearing sunglasses. Shouldn't it is, yeah. Fucking issue. No, he's, he's prepared for it. <laughs> Maybe it was just you Not know those intrusive thoughts. We... Maybe you just listen to the intrusive yeah. thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the thought went kick the phone. Anyway, like, okay. <laughs> Yeah, everyone gets it. Everyone has one. Go on, do it. What's the worst that can happen? Just do it. Just kick it's the like, fucking you know, phone. You, Go on, Rob. Tell us game moment. Pass with like an ice cream, and for some reason, your instant, your brain goes, "Knock the ice cream out the hand." Yeah. And you're yeah. like, "No, why would I do that?" It's not the care of people. It's just someone that get badged in. You're there, like, "Why am I thinking that? Why do I want to knock it out of his hand?" I mean, I remember. One video, we had been pretty much, we've been busy all day, but we do it in pubs and stuff and helping people set up for gigs and whatnot. And we had to film an episode that night. And because it was in pubs, naturally, I had quite a few drinks. This is a very early episode of Midweek Metal. And I, back in the days of Annie's room and Connor, I had a gig at the Wayfarers. And I got very drunk. And I decided, uh, and we did an episode of Midweek Metal that night, and it was edited and everything. And next day, I was like, "This isn't going out. I'm fucking mashed." Like, did we I just redo it? I embarrassingly, I'm like, "Yeah, I, I was embarrassingly fucking drunk." And then we tried to redo the entire episode, but then it just seemed rehearsed. Yeah. So I'm like, "Fuck it, we're using the drunk version." Just <laughs> <if we're> not... <laughs> yeah, and I'm pretty sure that video is still live. Probably, yeah. If anyone wants to go find it and. Embarrassing description. <laughs> Take some sound bites from it or something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Being the fuck out of it. Yeah. So, if Big Dan had to pick any musician to have a meal with, alive or dead, preferably alive. <laughs> preferably alive. Uh, yeah, preferably alive. <laughs> I mean, if they were dead, that'd be a pretty, pretty boring meal. Okay. <laughs> if he's, no, if he's you gonna... can reincarnate him for like this one instance. Right. Okay. Okay. Right. Cool. <laughs> uh, right yeah, cool. So I misunderstood the question. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll pick one of each, shall I? <laughs> well, yeah. All right. Then. Yeah. Yeah. If we go for an alive one, uh, Britney slays. Oh fuck yeah! And if we go for a dead one, it'd probably be Dio or Lemmy. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. 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 Good choices. If 
I'm not going to say that, no. Um, <laughs> no, not enough rum yet. But yeah, yeah, I yeah. think, I think, um, Britney Slade, not just because I fancy her, yeah, but yeah. because, you know, she's a very talented musician uh, above all else. Fucking phenomenal singer. Fucking phenomenal vocalist. Mm. Yeah, she's a good vocalist, for sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, wow, just fantastic. Met her a couple and of times. I think that if you, if you had to, have a meal with any music, like metal musician that was dead, then you'd have to go for one of the greats, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Ones that you couldn't necessarily meet whilst alive anyway. That is true, yeah. So, yeah, I'll go with that. Yeah. Also, Dio's short, he won't eat that much. More food for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you're sharing that pizza, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> mini slice for him, you know. Yeah. What about you, though? Probably the same to be Same, saying, yeah. Yeah, of, yeah, that is. Similar taste, isn't it? That is. If Britney Slade is a single, we're falling out, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like you'd have to pick either Lemmy or Dio. Like, I, I think I'd pick the, I'd pick Lemmy just because I've got a ta- I've got him tattooed on my arm at this point. So yeah, I feel I, like I'd be betraying someone. I'd like be interesting <laughs> to speak to as well. I, 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 yeah, I think the Lemmy would be more more entertaining. Yeah. And um, I do like to, I do like to converse with drinkers. Yeah, people can hold a lot of beer. Yeah, yeah. And I'm pretty sure that Ronnie couldn't keep up with the amount of volume yeah. that I can take. <laughs> whereas Lemmy is more than capable and could probably drink under the table. Oh yeah. So yeah. 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 Whereas Alice Cooper doesn't need to eat out, Lenny. Yeah, but Alice Cooper is um, too smart to drink. Yeah. He was a very intelligent man. Old, what's his name? He used to, Is it, oh, what's his name? Vincent. What's, what's. I've no idea, to be fair. What's um, Alice Cooper's real name? Vincent something, isn't it? I forget, but yeah. I, I just think he's too yeah. smart to drink. Just too I smart. think you'd want someone that I like would let themselves go a bit. Like, you know, if they're sort of like a big musician, but they're really uptight, then it'd be like a bit, bit boring, a bit uncomfortable. But if someone like Lemmy, you feel like he would like. You wouldn't really care who you were. You'd just like have yeah, a good true. time. Yeah. Also, he's very much still alive, Dan. Yeah, no, I didn't say, yeah. Well, okay, Steve right, Jones yeah. alive, people. Hope he's alive. Yeah, yeah. He is, yeah. <laughs> That's because he doesn't drink. <laughs> yeah, but we've chosen the living one, and I'll still say Britney Slade yeah, over yeah, Alice yeah. Cooper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Better singer. Better singer. <laughs> yeah. Have uh, any of you ever heard the Bobby, the comedian Bobby Lee's story about Lemmy? It's so... I have not, no. So Bobby Lee once dated this Victoria's Secret model um, and basically let me try fucking her because <laughs> one night he gets like a knock at the door and it's his girlfriend and who walks behind her is fucking Lemmy. <laughs> and apparently Lemmy was so fu- like, absolutely fucked. He had like a big bag of cooking and was just doing it on his table, made himself at home and everything. And like he said, it got to like five in the morning. He went, Lemmy, you're going to have to go, mate. And had to throw <laughs> Lemmy out of his house. You're like, what? That's I'm not intruding. Am I? He said, I feel really bad for telling the story because really, he was a really nice guy. But it was five in the fucking morning. <laughs> he went across and he went, he went like, yeah, he was my girlfriend and all that. He was trying to shag. He wasn't there for me, but you know, he was still a nice guy. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's cool. if you watch on YouTube, like Bobby Lee recalls it on like his podcasts about how he had to like like basically ask Lemmy to leave. He said he shut the door and he was like, I've literally just asked like 
one of the biggest like heavy metal musicians to leave my house. <laughs> like this is something people would wish for. Like, I, th- I think if it was that point, you'd just be like, "Fuck it, slamming. Let, let me come in. Just, just, just fuck my girlfriend, please. Just, just yeah, it's gone. Get come home and shag my sister. Fuck it. Come on. <laughs> no, you said that at that, at that point. You were there, like, how can I get him to leave? Maybe that's an option. Because <laughs> like, he said it was like five in the morning. He'd been woken up, and he's like. What is he needs to go now? I need to sleep. <laughs> so yeah, if you when uh after this Google that story, it's it's quite it's fucking hilarious. That's amazing. What's little Dan's uh guilty pleasure? So it could be like a movie, it can be an album. Go with Phil Collins or something like that, big Dan. <laughs> oh, do I? Yeah, I, I'm going to say then Phil Collins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone, everyone loves Phil Collins. Yeah. Everyone loves it. Remember that time Brad you was really drunk and you was asking for Genesis and Caleb thought you was on about Phil Collins oh, <laughs> yeah. at the time. He was actually Townsend, asking to play Genesis by Devin Townsend. And like <laughs> <laughs> Genesis. Genesis. <laughs> he like, put it on, he went, what the fuck's the shit? He went, it's fucking Genesis. <laughs> Honestly, I don't think in all the years that I've known you, you've actually had an interest which I could call oh, embarrassing. Yeah, I would, I would care that much about someone else Some, thinking about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would put on the Phil Collins and turn it up very loudly. Yeah. Yeah. I respect that. Yeah. The only reason people really hate Phil Collins back in like the years ago is because he was everywhere. He was overplayed. He was constantly on everything. He'd been films and stuff and it was all over the place. That's why he got a lot of hate. Yeah. Now he's too old to sing. He made the Tarzan theme tune, and that's yeah, the theme that's tune to my childhood. That that's what he keeps saying. Yeah. Tarzan theme tune is amazing, mate. It's honestly fucking amazing. Like it stands up. You know, like most movie theme tunes, you can't listen to that. You could listen to that full album in like, See, in full. It's like be, it'd be like so good. It's that's so a weird good. thing because if I'm not listening to metal, I'll be listening to TV theme tunes. Really? Yeah. I yeah. don't know why. There's something about TV theme tunes where they someone has to come up with 30 to 60 seconds of music that sounds absolutely phenomenal and is going to get you to watch this entire theme tune. It's like the opening sentence of a book almost. Yeah. You know, they're going to get you to watch this program so they just make an incredibly well written theme tune. What's, um, the, what's the best theme song? Oh, it's Animals of Farthing Wood. Yeah, I agree. Good choice. Go listen it. to it. It's fucking amazing. The key change is phenomenal. Yeah, it's because it's the wrong way around the key change. It's a minor fall instead of a, a major mi- lift. A minor fall yeah. is the key change, yeah. And it's it fucking awesome. Slaps. See, if I, I don't listen to metal, I just tend to listen to like old 70s like funk and like weird like, shit. Um, you know, like when, like when they make, when like record labels weren't scared about selling anything or just like, yeah, fuck it, we'll put it yeah, out. Fuck it. Yeah. yeah, like <laughs> I'll listen to shit like that all the time because it's like, how did this get made? But it's so great that it did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like, found, um, found a band recently called Henge and they're like really kind of psychedelic-y. There's a lot of like um, electronic music in it, mostly. They made, they made one song, which is kind of almost like a metal song, but not quite. But it was a bit heavy. And I listened to that. I was like, oh, that's really cool. And I listened to everything else they've made, and it's nothing like that one song. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it's really fucking good shit, though. Um, oh, yeah. These guys have done a lot of mushrooms. You can tell that, definitely. I, uh, I discovered a band called Psychedelic Pawn Crumpets. And they're, <laughs> so honestly, their songs are genuinely amazing. Like, um, the mixing on it, fantastic. Um, the guitar work on it's 
pretty good. And like every song they make has always got stuck in my head. Um, and it's weird because it's not like traditionally like a song that would, but yeah, yeah, it, just, yeah. it just sticks in your head and you're like, oh, I fancy listening to that again. And how they like produce the guy's vocals. It's not like the forefront. It's like more, it's kind of like he's singing like from the other room and mm. like it's just echoing out, but it sounds fucking so good in some places. It sounds like really, really good. Um, so yeah. I went, I went through this weird stage during lockdown where for some reason I kind of, I found myself just listening to the same old bands again and again and again. There was no more. It's like, there's almost like there was a lack of influence out there for me. And no matter how much I went on metal tracker or something like that, and listened to new releases, nothing was really catching in my head. So I went back to older, like the rock classics, mm-hmm. Steppenwolf, Hawkwind, UFO, Boston, stuff yeah. like that. Uh, massively ELO for some reason. And uh, yeah, that sort of re-sparked my, enthusiasm to go forth and look into newer metal and get inspired into, yeah. Yeah. into songs again which was got to go back to the classic sometimes i think sometimes yeah. you have to and I, I see so many people that they delve so deep into the modern subgenres of metal god i sound like an old fart right now but they <laughs> yeah that they completely disregard where that genre came from even if it comes to the big classics the big names like maiden and stuff you know and go listen to ashbury they're, yeah. they're a band we discovered not too long ago, like about a year ago. It's from like one, the one album from like 1984 or something. It's just fucking amazing. Great. Bought a patch of Bloodstock because the, the vintage patch store had an Ashby patch. I was like, fucking hell. I don't think there's anything wrong with going back to classics or slightly leaving yeah. your fucking your, your, your box of what you normally listen to. If it makes you appreciate what what's uh, what's within your wheelhouse, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, definitely. I think uh, I, I've been leading a lot to like just the new, like the you know, like newer releases, just simply because like for me, like because I, I got into it like pretty late to the game. I don't have like the same nostalgia for certain albums because it's like oh well, I listened to this when it was like how many years old. But yeah. there's like I've been finding like the new wave of death metal is something I'm always yeah. like leaning back into. Yeah, because like, like the tribal like, gears, so many, oh, tribal gears, yeah. stuff. Like there's so many good bands where it's like. Every week you feel like you discover a new um a new death metal band and you're like, oh, conveniently from Texas. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, honestly, it's like there's some, it's it's like we're going for like a new little golden age of death metal, in my opinion. And I feel like not enough people not enough people are talking about it, not hopping on the train really. Um, because like there's so many fucking amazing bands that are coming out at the moment where it's like these guys are fucking unreal. Like it's like uh we have like a like a meme for it, like hardcore kids do death metal. But it's like it's still death now, but it's got two steps. <laughs> I mean, no, seriously. Um, recently I've noticed in death metal that the, the line between death metal and hardcore, I mean, they've always been closely like later genres anyway, but they've been really pushing the boundaries to actually let you know how, like, show you how closely they can be related. Oh, Absolutely, yeah. Like, yeah. I, mean, I think it's, it's a fusion bands like, now. I think it kind of started with Black Dahlia because Black Dahlia, they were very much hardcore guys. Like, they grew up in the hardcore scene in like New York and then they just happened to like entombed and like a bit true and stuff. Yeah. Like, oh, well, we'll just do a band like that. But they kept that, that sort those sort of roots. And because they did that, I don't know, it almost amplified it because it made the group, cause they had a lot more focus on groove, I think. So it was like, it had like that good blend it, and band since then, it's like, it has that amazing blend of being like catchy almost and like 
Yeah. You know, like, it's got some good like headbanging bits to it, but then also brutal. So that's why I, I proper lean back into the new wave of death metal because it's like, it's like a mixture of all things that are like good from each genre, just kind of thrown into one. Yeah. And you get obviously other people going, oh yeah, but I didn't grow up in, in hard. I grew up in like the black metal scene, but I fucking love death metal now. So there's just like, was a tremolo picking an mm. atmosphere to it. That's, that's the thing about um, just, just metal as sort of an um, um, umbrella sort of term is that everything within that subgenre just seems to evolve so rapidly. I mean, yeah. there are just, just, picking something out of the air like folk metal. There's a lot of that that 10, 15 years ago, we wouldn't consider folk metal per se. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, everything's constantly evolving and, and changing. And we, we're getting to the point now where, I, I believe that when we first got, like me and you started to really get into, into metal, we could clearly define things by subgenre. And now the, sub the labels of the subgenre just don't mean what they did before. Yeah, absolutely. You know? And that's why you have people saying stupid shit like um, our favourite ones take the pet piss with his uh, neoclassical battle battle funk. Yeah, you know, and oh you have these weird fucking <laughs> these weird fucking like just made up kind of just mashes of genres to explain a single band. And it's like, well, by the time you're explaining it in that many words, it doesn't really fucking matter. Yeah, what? They oh, are. Yeah. It's a cool oh, yeah. time, I think. Like so many bands are just doing really interesting things. Like I guess, yeah. like, like you said, the, the lines between them all are very like unseen now. Mashed and merged, and yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I think like I think we're in a good point though, because I always I I hated the like the sort of separation between scenes where it's like there was almost like a rivalry between them all, being like, oh well, this you know these are the hardcore, like, these are the metalheads, these like the black metal kids, these are. The... It's like well, we all kind of all started at the same point liked metal and then we tried you know still we found everybody else thing. but it's like you know we still listen to like music that if you popped it into someone that isn't around that scene they'll be like yeah that's just that doesn't sound like anything so it's like I why mean, can't we all just like band together and just be like yeah, yeah. this is great I mean, fuck's sake me and little dan we're both in our uh, mid-30s now and i'm pretty sure that one of the driving influences into us both being in metal was the new wave uh, the new metal genre yeah, new metal. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that's um, that's what we started from. We were at that's school. what we started from. When we were at school. It was all about biscuit, Lincoln Park, corn. Corn, I actually still listen to. I still fucking love corn. But um, I still listen to Lincoln Park to be fair, and like yeah. Deftones and stuff like that. Deftones, amazing. Yeah, mm. uh, it's just like um, first metal album I bought though was Fear Factory. That's you know, I believe it's... the first metal album I bought was. Oh, actually, what was it? It was either Corn Issues or it was Iron Maiden, Best of the Beast. Yeah. Can't remember which one. Got value there, but on a compilation album. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I, remember, I bought, no, I bought uh, Fear Factors Obsolete from HMV and because it, it was an American import. It was like 14 quid. Now, that was fucking expensive at the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck it up. I actually don't remember what CD I bought for the first time. I think it might have been like the Black Album or something. Uh, I, I didn't buy it with my own money, but I was six years old and i asked for a busted album because they did the thunderbirds soundtrack <laughs> and at the time massive fan of the thunderbirds movie so i was like mom yeah. it's got thunderbirds argo on it you gotta buy the album for me and you after know, that man. i convinced him to buy scooter <laughs> <laughs> isn't it strange that cross generations still love the fucking thunderbirds yeah yeah, yeah i'm one of their incarnations or the other you know Mate, that that thunderbirds movie when yeah, i was that's a tv kid, theme <laughs> That Thunderbirds movie when I was a kid, I used to watch it all the fucking time. We I still had it, I still got it somewhere on video. 
I used to always load it into my little fucking massive CRT, like fucking video players, like coupled with being a like a fucking TV. I used to watch it so much that the tape at one section wore out. <laughs> it would just always be like static. I fucking loved them. I honestly, I was there like, this is sick. Um, it's and like then Thunderbirds I watched, like, and Scooby Doo were like the ones that carried over from so many generations. I think. I think it's because they made the live action movies in the like, yeah. like late nineties, early two thousands. So like all the like people my age were like, yeah, I love Scooby Doo. I love the Scooby Doo movies. And then people from all them were going, there was a TV Classics. show as well. Last night. Yeah, <laughs> I remember at the time of my uh, teenage years, what I just liked anything with Sarah Michelle Gellar in it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't know why. Don't know why. <laughs> I just think I she's. Thought- I just think she's a really, really good actor. So, what is um, what is Little Dan's favorite movie on the topic of that? It's uh, Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> yeah, it's a film you've definitely seen. There's, I, I, if I give you any more clues, I'll really give it away because it's really obvious. Spinal Tap. No, I was going to say it's a film that's very quotable, that is, but... Um, uh, with Nan and I. With Nan and I. Right, yes. Have you seen With Nan and I? No, I've never but, seen um, it. You ha- it's, it's dark humour. It's, it's a cult it's, classic. It's fucking I probably great. like them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's his name, the actor? Um, oh, I can't remember his name now. Fuck. Anyway, he's a completely total actor, and he has to... Um, play a drunkard. Play an absolute pisshead. <laughs> so the director's got him uh, drunk one night. <clears throat> and... Um, they got him drunk one night, absolutely plastered, as a T-Tail actor, and said, remember what this feels like, and that's what yeah. like it. Richard E. Grant, that was it. Yeah, Richard E. Grant. Um, and yeah, it's a great film. Um, soundtrack's fucking amazing, a lot of Hendrix mm-hmm. and stuff. It's set in the 60s in London. Uh, Two-hour work actors um, getting shit-faced uh, and finding himself go, and going on holiday by mistake. They're, they're, they're very poor. They try and get shit-faced off anything under the fucking kitchen sink, quite literally, so and they go on holiday. There's yeah. a drinking game involved with it where you can try and keep up. Um, just Google the drinking game. There's people who made like an info sheet kind of thing. Sounds like fun. Just to list it. I've never tried it because if you, you just well, look at it, and it's like a... I don't know, what's it like a 90-minute film. You're like, no. It is a really fucking funny film. Yeah. I've got one last question for both of you, and you can answer for each other. Um, if you were both to become filthy rich, what do you think the other one would be the first thing that they'd buy? A Jaguar E-Type. That would be nice. In black. Convertible. <laughs> not hard top. Oh, that would be sexy. And then I'd get like, really good... breakfast. I'd, I'd, I'd get breakdown cover, because the thing would always be breaking down. Yeah. A Night XV. A Night XV. Now, that's a car. It's indeed... It's, it's... It's only a large vehicle. A Kawasaki Falcon 1500. That'd be nice. Um, yeah, just, just my like, own pub. Yeah, no one else is allowed in. No one else is allowed in. Just me and some bikini barmaids. What would the bar yeah. be called? Um, the Glory Hole. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think I beca- if I became filthy rich, I like to think that I'd be like, oh yeah, I'll do like, you know, donate loads of it to chat. Chances are I would be like, oh, it's all right. going on me, baby. You're <laughs> like, right. You see, you see, right. 
the, the, the first exactly. thing that you do when you become filthy rich, you start voting conservative because that just makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what, hiring taxes? No, no, no. <laughs> want to keep it. Um, yeah. I've often said though that if I became like like if I won the Euro Millions or something, you know, put like, the heating on all so night. You put the heating on all night. Yeah, you you just leave lights on around the house like mental. Yeah, um, no, that I just wouldn't tell anyone for a little while, and I'd turn up in a Jaguar or something. They'd be like, "How'd you get that?" Oh, I just pay rise, you know. <laughs> yeah. pay rise. I'd invite you all over for dinner one night, and you you, you drive up to this massive fucking mansion. Do you live here? Are you sure this is the one? Like, yeah, sure yeah. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's this house share? You know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just house sitting, yeah. I'll just let you piece it together really slowly over a period of time. (laughs) I just thought I'd be like, I'd pay for all my friends' heating bills and I'd be be bankrupt. No, yeah, (laughs) at this rate, I'd be like, I'd be gone and be like, all right, I'll pay for one friend's heating bill. Do you remember on this fucking morning when they were raffling that shit off? It's like some kind of fucking <laughs> yeah. dystopian future. I, sw- I, I literally was like having, lo- oh, having breakfast, turned on the TV and Holly and fucking Phil were there like, hey, guess what? You might win free heating for a month. And I was there like, what? <laughs> wow, wait. That's the prize now. <laughs> <laughs> See, the thing is, I think I know exactly what I'd do if I was a multimillionaire. Yeah. And that's exactly what I do now. Spend every night down my local pub. Yeah. Doing nothing. Yeah. And just... when he kicks out early, you go back to your own pub. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where's Corey all still open? I might buy you a car. Yeah. Yeah. Because we both drive the same car and they're miserable we little do, motors. Yeah. They yeah. really are. Yeah. Not the same car. We have we each have our own car. But, but they're the yeah. same car. They're the same you, car. We swap sometimes. Oh, okay. Okay. No, sometimes we swap number plates over so we can get each other speeding fines, you know? <laughs> so, let's see how, how fast Dan can do today. <laughs> it's like 65 in a 40, Jesus. Past the school. Cheat you, fucking nutcase. <laughs> but yeah, thank you very much, guys, for completing the uh, the 21 questions. No worries. It's been fun having you guys on for the first fucking episode. Yeah. Thanks for having us on. Yeah, that's just... That's, yeah, we, uh, that was the uh, the name of it. But you know, we we were like, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll go through as many as we can. Because I, I was like looking at the list, going, yeah, this is good. This, this is gonna be ages. If, if we have <laughs> <laughs> I was, yeah, you said that last time as well that you had like, all these question plans. We just keep on fucking talking bollocks. So no, so that's the goal of the podcast ultimately. Yeah, it's all, we like to go on prepared with questions, but not want to use any of them. Mm. That's our plan. I like that. I, I do. I, I do like to try and derail conversations. Like um, we're at Power Metal Quest Fest um, a couple of weekends ago, weren't we? Yeah. And I was got backstage and I saw some bands being interviewed, and I just went and joined in the interviews. Just tried to derail them as much as possible. <laughs> just sort of try to get them on tangents and stuff. And um, it was great when I was reading back through the written reviews, like the written, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and there was just massive chunks missing where I'd like change the conversation. The rest didn't really make sense. <laughs> yeah, quite funny. Quite funny. <laughs> At some point, people are going to stop giving us press because they realise I do fuck all and just wander <laughs> around, make, like causing mischief and drinking the beer from band's riders. It's good. It's good fun. It's good fun. It's <laughs> of the game, though. <laughs> we, we only managed to get like press passes to one we've ma- we've only managed to get press passes once because it was the only time we could 
make it. And I even then that day, Brad had to go on his own. We just don't go to them. Yeah, like the emo was like like a week before. And we're there like, oh, we need at least two weeks for work. Ah, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Generally, press stuff is really kind of close to the event, you know, yeah. typically. Yeah. Um, which is why I always buy, buy tickets to events last minute if I need to. Yeah. <laughs> We kind of, but you know, we, we actually did go press for Bloodstock this year, so that was like, yeah, we did. I didn't yeah. go. Um, the first time ever, we've been trying to get it for years, and it never did. <laughs> and I made plans to go to York, and then over the emails, I'm like, oh shit, we got press for Bloodstock, and I'm in York. <laughs> but to be honest with you, it was so fucking hot this year. I'm glad I didn't go. Yeah, it was yeah. ridiculous. Brad, I mean, uh, Brad saw all the bands he wanted to see. I saw maybe four. Yeah. It was just so hot. I was there. Like, just, I can't be asked. It's like, weird because because. Brad looks pale as fucking hell. It made, yeah. he well, was last time I fucking burned. burned. Fuck. Yeah, I was burned as well this time, but I didn't I get. I feel your straight. pain, man. I feel your pain. <laughs> I, I, I don't. It was bad. I don't tan. I just go straight to fucking lobster. You know? Oh no, I yeah. I don't. I, no I don't really burn. I just tan. It's just it's like I'll go I'll go in out out in the sun for ten minutes and then it's that that's it. It's just tanned. Yeah. yeah. It's very weird. Yeah, it's the worst. Very weird. Fucked up, man. Fucked up. But whereas Brad was. Right, gee, fuck Just, me. Yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> Come back more yeah. and more on red. Us, us blonde men, man, we're in decline. <laughs> yeah. You know? We are. We There's are. not many blonde men left. We've got to stick together. <laughs> and if that sometimes means going out in the sun and putting everything, like our lives, on the line, we've got to do it, man. Exactly. Oh, we try. Yeah. You know, I, I <laughs> think the, target, you know. Th- th- there's no other way we're going to spread our seed and, uh, and keep <laughs> blonde men in the gene pool. Yeah. Well, we'll start a revolution. Well, like, well, Caelan was the uh, the biggest soldier. He he was ginger and he was out in that sun. He was I was I was very proud of him. He did yeah, wear like a towel over his head the entire time, <laughs> like a vampire. But he, he made it out. He managed to do it. You see, I have the issue where I have this massive fucking beard and I'm also fat, so I'm like the most insulated man in Britain. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, the the the. Even at room temperature, I'm fucking uncomfortable. So yeah, to just just being anywhere near that festival that year was just a fucking no go. Yeah, they, yeah. But, but they were like, oh, you saved yourself. To be fair, it was they bad. were like, oh, it we put bad. up shade. You know, there's more places for shade. And I'm like, let's see what's 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 going going on? Shade <laughs> went in the arena, and it was a fucking tart with holes in it. And now like, that's not shade. <laughs> a fucking tart <laughs> with like holes. An illusion. Shade. Something I've learned about bloodstock. Um is that when they say they're going to do something for the better of uh, the, the, the Bloodstock community, it's normally a little bit of a harsh-ass attempt. Yeah. Like um, like after COVID, when they said there's going to be hand sanitizer everywhere. Yes, there was for a day. <laughs> Most of them yeah. got stolen. The rest run out. You know, and it's like, well, a lot of people that I knew of our party left with COVID. Yeah, some, yeah, yeah there were definitely some, yeah. You know, um, so when they say they're going to offer shade, I, I just... Yeah, take yeah. it with a pinch of salt. They don't think of the logistics of it. I think yeah, they have we, an idea and then they don't follow through properly. When we when we went in, I just watched that Woodstock '99, and like I heard on the radio someone say, "There's no water in two camps," and I was like, "No." Well, that's no. because is, is that not because the fucking vendors, some of the vendors stole the water? I don't Someone know. Like that. Yeah. Apparently, that's... we heard that one of the vendors used so much too much water, and it shut off what the water for like a couple hours. Um, I, so I heard I heard something like that happen, um, but yeah, it was fuck it. I mean, luckily after that, 
there was plenty of water. But when I when I heard when I walked into the camp after walking fucking miles, you know, from the car park, and I, I after carrying all my fucking trolley that broke, um, I was when I heard there's no water in the camp, I was ready to fucking go off on one. Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I don't need this. That's the one thing I was looking forward to. I wasn't even looking forward to the bands anymore. I just want the fucking water after walking that far. Yeah. One year, us queuing up. What year was it? It was fucking roasting hot. Not yeah. quite a 40 degree sort of heat. No, but it, was, it was very hot still. It was very warm. And you, you, got, you got your backpack on and you, you're dragging all your stuff. And the only liquid we had on us was... Um, neat rum. Yeah, just rum. Uh, just, and we were swigging neat rum. Hot rum. Hot, <laughs> warm rum from this fucking plastic bottle. Yeah. And yeah, we were just getting more and more dehydrated and just drinking more and more rum. <laughs> we... I almost went full on postal on someone like because <laughs> I was in the fucking line. I was in the line and half trolley the wheels had snapped off, right? And you would not fucking believe the amount of people that will walk up to you and go, Your trolley's broken. <laughs> yes. I am <laughs> thank you. I, I, thank you for the about input. Six people said it and I turned around to our last. I'm like, the next fucker that turns around and goes, Your trolley's broken is getting fucking spit like, speared. I'm fucking. I'm not. I'm not having it anymore. Because like someone, someone bad luck that in it, and one walked off. I was there like, I'm gonna throw this fucking bottle of water in the back of his fucking head. <laughs> I was getting so angry. I, I know we've spoken about this quite a few times on our channel and stuff, but um, we had this uh, we, we got this friend, and he likes to pack everything for a festival, like including the kitchen fucking sink. I mean, the, the craziest stuff he's bought along includes a paddling pool, windbreakers, shit like that. Just he, He'll just bring everything that he can fucking find along for a comfortable three, four days. It's just not needed. Um, anyway, he had all this fucking shit, and we thought, well, he could really do with a fucking trolley. We found this trolley, and the wheel had fallen off it. It just been abandoned. So we, we sort of brought the trolley over to him, and we just placed the wheel back on, like, so it's standing up. looked like a good trolley. Um, and uh, he spent a good what half about, hour, about 45, 45 minutes, minutes, yeah, 45 minutes loading it up, just loading this trolley up and and then put and shrink wrapping all this stuff to it. And me and him were watching him do this, and we're not saying anything, you know. <laughs> and then he grabs a trolley, he moves two feet, and the wheel falls on. <laughs> oh my god, he was not happy. No, it's he, just he, he was pretty, pretty yeah. pissed off, actually. Yeah, yeah, but. Never, never, ever miss an opportunity to troll your friends. Exactly. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. We, take as many, we take as many as possible. Uh, luckily, Brad Brad was a, a knight in shining armour, came over to help, so did a few of our friends, carried some of our heavy shit back. But, geez, honestly, I was like, I was just, I was stood there. And, like, at one point, like, we were dragging this trolley. Like, me and my mate James, we, were like, lifted it from the bottom. We were, like, dragging it on two wheels. <laughs> Some guy goes up with the wheel that fell off ages ago. We're like, we're fucking leaving that. You know, we're not. What, are we going to repair it? Are we going to weld it back fucking on the truck? No, we're just leaving it there. We're just going to leave. And some guy goes, oh, but wait a minute. You left that back there and threw it back in our trolley. And we're like. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I had to take like a proper deep breath. I was there like. <laughs> I was like. I was there like sweating. Fucking carrying like must have been like twelve crates of beer in this trolley. Yeah. Fucking, my triceps were burning, and it, it just went. There you go. Here's more weight. Here's more weight to the trolley. I'm just gonna make you even more pissed off. And I saw him in the fucking queue, 
like uh, this noodle shack and I was thinking do I just fucking like tackle this cunt right now as like a retaliation for when he threw that fucking wheel he probably doesn't remember it was two days ago now <laughs> <laughs> the great thing about getting pressure on stock is you can um, uh, bypass all the whole queue thing oh uh, yeah I think Dropped off I all think, the gear pretty much by the entrance and had didn't do any of that walk. Just walked straight from the main entrance, past the queue, straight through and into the campsite. So much easier. That sounds <laughs> glorious. I That's think so me glorious. and Brad are gonna gonna try our luck this shit like next year and be like, hey, can we get a press pass? And be like, you know, try try our best <laughs> just to like just, just flag just it as much walk, as possible. Reason. Yeah. It, t- it took us a fair few years. Like it did. Yeah, but we yeah. didn't expect it as well. I just thought, no, no, we were just. I thought, I'll, 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 I'll send a shot off again. You know. <laughs> And, and yeah, yeah. Going back to the trolley thing, the best thing that I found um, is one wheel, wheelbarrow, wheelbarrow, big, big inflatable tire. Put all your shit in the wheelbarrow. It's used, It's made going over rough terrain. Wheelbarrow oh, nice. is the way forward. Yeah, you know what? We, me and yeah. I last watching people that. walk past us with wheelbarrows, and we're like, you know what? That might actually be a shout. Yeah, like next not the fabric year. ones. The fabric ones are shite. Yeah, the fabric proper ones metal ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's really because I remember you guys being pissed off at me because I had the wheelbarrow, put all my shit in the wheelbarrow, stormed ahead, then I'm waiting for you for about forty five minutes at the gates of the arena, uh, at the gates of the uh, festival. But like, oh, you should have waited for us. No, why? It's, 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 it's the weight difference because obviously because two people stuffing what when you once you get a big trolley you end up putting everyone's like loads of stuff in it mm. you feel you feel the void just be a nasty cunt and don't say no <laughs> say no right when it, comes, the thing when, is- it, when it comes to walking a no. mile in blistering heat across rough terrain someone says can you carry this you say no That's fuck off. i take i take That's- um an absolute ton of beers and uh, like, ha- like half of those one of those big trolleys is cans and i don't want to do two trips so <laughs> yeah that is very true yeah, uh, but no, it's easier this year because, like, you know, to drop it off at the gate and just walk straight in. Um, I, sw- I, I swear, <laughs> like, when I got when I got to the closest to the gate with this fucking broken trolley, magic happened. I was, like, proper struggling. At that point, I ditched lifting it. I was like, I'm just dragging yeah. this cunt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. like, I'm just dragging this. Last result. So, I remember, like, I was dragging it. And all of a sudden, it, get, it got really fucking light. And I was like, oh, fuck it. I might, I might have got a bit of second wind here. I looked to me right, and some bloke had just, like, lifted it with me. And he's just, like, <laughs> helping me carry it. I'm like, this is mint. It carries it halfway to the entrance and goes, right, mate, I'm going to have to stop because, mate, I've got dog bites all over my hands, and it's fucking killing. So I was like, all right, no worries. And I'm like, okay, and another fucking guy comes over, lifts it again, and carries it to the entrance with me. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> this was, this, these guys have made me weakened. I was hey, like, random- all those fuckers. Random kindness right there. Yeah. Honestly, made me entire day. Made me entire day because I was like, you know what? It didn't go past and go, your wheel's broken. (laughs) You know what? I could probably help. (laughs) Much better. You know, he he thought, you know what? I might help him. And he did. So, you know, it made me weakened. Just a little shit like that, you know, goes a long way. Exactly. Yeah. Sounds like a lot of effort. Oh, mate. (laughs) Trust me. I think I lost half a stone just on on the walk. (laughs) <laughs> yeah give me tips yeah <laughs> thank you guys so much for coming on obviously no really, we do we still need to meet up like at some point i don't know when but we do we're gonna be in york for december the 10th uh for a gig oh, wait. sell sword in yes york. we are yes yeah. yeah so yeah definitely doing that um and you guys coming down there this year uh no i've only ever done damnation once <laughs> and i hated it but 
I know it's a new venue. I know it's a new venue. Yeah, it's now. Manchester now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, so it's definitely worth doing, but I'll probably join next year. Yeah, uh, if not Bloodstock. Yeah. If you guys are both coming. Um, um I don't I don't know yet. Maybe if Manifest could ever happen, that'd be great. If Manifest we might be going, yeah. in, we yeah, might be going to Incineration Fest this year as well down south. Yeah, nice. That's, Thinking that's, about it. We we don't travel south that much anymore. No, it's horrible. It's, it, it's not that the south is horrible. It's the fact that the road network to the south is just shit. Yeah. shit. Um, oh, we're, we're finessing it. We're flying from Leeds and Bradford, mate. <laughs> <laughs> we have this a plan. We haven't agreed on this. This is, mate, this is, my, this is my plan. I've got over my fear of flying. We're fucking flying. I'm not paying 238 quid just to get a fucking train for three hours or pay bus, 30, for a five-hour fucking coach. You know how hard it is to be on a coach for five fucking hours. It's torture being on it for half an hour. Half a fu- imagine that. Fuck it. Five hours on a coach, Brad. Five hours. It. Fuck that. I'm not spending most of my day on a coach. I mean, I, I just used to, back when I had vans, I, I, I didn't mind driving a few hours and just sleeping in the back of my van. Yeah, yeah. As long as I didn't have to take any fucking public transport, I hate it. I have to it get the, the bus every day to work, and I only live. Weatherby is twelve minutes, twelve minutes away from my work, from where I live. Right? <laughs> it takes forty-five to an forty-five minutes to an hour and a half to get there. Don't know fucking how, but takes it takes me that fucking long. So I have to wake up at like six to get in for eight. It's fucking awful. It's on. I hate public transport as is, but if you have to be on it for an hour or more. No, that's why I'm refusing to take the five-hour coach down to London. I will happily pay extra to get in a fucking compressed, pressurized fucking tube, fly thousands of feet in the air with just nothing but sudden death underneath me, then go on a five-hour coach. Are you not a fan of flying? No, no. Uh, no Brad, can, I Brad can contest us when we flew to Budapest. Yeah. I held his hand the Definitely entire not. way there, pretty much. <laughs> See, I didn't fly for fucking years. Until, of course, I've got, Scott, I've got a girlfriend now that lives in the Isle of fucking Sky, which is, you know, about a 12, 13 hour drive away, you know. Um, but I decided to take the plane and I'd always just not, I just wasn't scared of flying. I just thought it was a fucking stupid idea. This is a nightmare, <laughs> isn't it? It's a fucking, yeah. But, um, I actually find now the act of flying really fucking awesome. I love the taking off bit. That's great. Um, we hit turbulence. That's great. That was fucking amazing. Yeah. My girlfriend <laughs> was in fucking tears and crying. I'm acting like I'm on a fucking roller coaster. Yeah. <laughs> See, I, when we hit, we hit turbulence yeah. on the way back and like Brad and like Dylan were both trying to reassure me, being like, it's okay. It's like a speed bump. And all that did would just send me west in my head because I'm like, you know what? You know what though? When you hit a speed bump on the road, you know, it's not underneath it. Just mm. death. <laughs> when you hit a speed bump, and you might hit it wrong, and you, you, you spike a bit left, and you're like, oh, I almost lost control then. You know, it's not like instant fucking flying down. Like everyone's How dying. How fast are you hitting these speed bumps, bro? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't drive, but people I get in the car with send, sometimes hit speed. Not, our lass will kill me if I say that she's a bad driver on the podcast. She's not. She's great. But my friends who are shit drivers. Hell, uh, gunpoint right now. That's, no, that sounds like I'm like going, no, no, but. Alice's shit. No, she's actually an amazing driver. I always feel safe with her in the car, but I've got friends who aren't that great of drivers. They're fucking terrible. So sometimes yeah, they hit the well, speed, yeah. but <laughs> yeah, fucking hell. 
So yeah, sometimes like they hit the speed bump and I think ah, now, now I should have wrote my will. So <laughs> <laughs> right. So yeah, we'll um we'll hopefully catch you guys at some point. And uh yeah, we'll keep in touch for sure. You're right. Sweet. Definitely. Thank you for coming on. No, no problem. No problem. No worries, thank you, man. Take care. Awesome guy.